Parenting is often lived in the extremes. It's either great joy or chaotic overwhelm. In one moment you're nailing it and the next you're losing your cool. I want to help you find your way to the messy middle, to a place of balance. You see, balance is a verb, not a state of being. It is a thing you do, not a thing you are. It is an action, a process, a series of micro-corrections that you make each and every day to keep yourself feeling centered. We are never truly balanced. We are engaged in the process of balancing. Hello, I'm Dr. Laura Froyan, and this is the Balanced Parent Podcast, where overwhelmed, stressed out, and disconnected parents go to find tools, mindset shifts, and practices to help them stop yelling at the people they love and start connecting on a deeper level, all delivered with heaping doses of grace and compassion. Join me in conversations that will help you get clear on your goals and values and start showing up in your parenting, your relationships, your life with open-hearted authenticity and balance. Let's go. Hi, everyone. So today we're going to be talking about how to be open to peace and calm during the moments or seasons of our lives that bring us stress and overwhelm. And as we approach the holiday season, this is a time when we feel a lot of pressure and a lot of stress to be a certain way, to have it go a certain way, to build really warm, positive memories. We feel like we put a lot of pressure and stress on ourselves. And so, and I know that this stress and pressure ends up leading us down a path that takes us away from the very goals that we are striving to achieve. And so today I wanted to talk a little bit about how we can go about inviting peace and calm into your holiday season, but really this applies to any stressful period in your life. So I have a few steps that I'll outline, but I want to preface this all by asking you to get really clear in your mind on who it is that's responsible for your sense of joy and peace and fulfillment and enjoyment. Stressful times, busy time periods, family obligations, these are all a part of life. And while we can work to reduce them, to reduce busyness, stop glorifying busyness, and cultivate a schedule or a rhythm that's in line with our deepest goals and priorities, sometimes we can't. How we cope with those moments that we can't control, that are busy and overwhelming, it's how we cope with them that influences our feelings of stress and overwhelm and disconnection. And often when in those times of stress and overwhelm, when we aren't coping well, we tend to put the blame for this on factors that are outside of our control, like our boss who's a jerk and was rude to us or how we are treated or disrespected by our in-laws or how our siblings gang up on us and tease us when we're all together or bills that are coming due just right at the wrong moment. But when we do this, we are literally putting our happiness and our well-being in the hands of someone else. We are giving them an enormous power over us and an enormous control over our lives and our reactions. And that's when we start becoming reactive and acting in ways that aren't in alignment with our deepest goals and deepest values. So just at the start, I wanna be super clear that we, the parent, are responsible for our own joy and peace and fulfillment. There are things that will happen and come in our lives that we can't control and we get to choose how we respond to them. So our peace and our happiness, our contentment, these things are not our partner's responsibility, they're not our children's responsibility, they're not our in-laws' responsibilities, they're not the car mechanic's responsibility, they're not the checkout lady in the crowded grocery store's responsibility. They're ours. And this is a pretty amazing thing because it means that we get to choose. 
we can choose how we respond to life, the life that is kind of happening to us. We can choose happiness. We can choose calm. We can choose presence. And we can choose peace. And so the question today then is, how do we go about choosing that? Hey there. If you're loving learning about how to bring more peace and intention to your stressful times, I'm wondering what it would feel like to take this learning to the next level in some of my courses. Well, this is a wonderful time to do that if you've been thinking about it, because my annual birthday sale is here. This year I'm turning 37, and as usual, I'm giving you all 37% off of my courses and programs, so you can check out the sale and all of the amazing deals you can get. The sale starts now and goes through Cyber Monday. So go check it out at laurafroyan.com slash birthday. Now back to the show. So I have four steps that I want to talk about today. And the first one is to get really clear on your goals and priorities and values around the specific time that's causing you stress. So this is the holiday season, the Christmas craze will start happening, but whatever you're celebrating at this time of year, it can be a really stressful time. Taking a moment to of calm and quiet, maybe with a cup of tea and a journal or a notebook, or even just a sticky note, where you jot down what you want out of this time. Write down what it is that you wanna get. What are your priorities that you want out of it? And write down who it is that you want to be during this time. And what are your deeper values that are related to this time? So getting really clear on your goals and your priorities right at the very beginning so that you know ahead of time what it is that you want. And then you can use these goals and these values and these priorities to do the next step, which is to set an intention for that time. So intentions are a wonderful way of keeping your goals and your priorities at the top of your mind. You can take a few moments in the morning, maybe when the house is quiet, to set your intention for the day. But then also come back to them at peak stress times. For example, if you've just been undermined as a parent, take a moment to come back to that intention, what you've set for the day, so that your goal is always present in your mind. Taking a break to refocus your intention before you respond takes you out of reactivity and into responsiveness. So I'll share a personal example. I have a little bit of anxiety. I'm a little bit shifted on the like the, to the higher end of anxiety. And one of the ways I kind of manage it is by controlling and trying to be really rigid and it can make things really hard for me like planning a party I think about the last time I had a really stressful party to plan was my younger daughter's Evie's baptism and I was a wreck I was so stressed out you know I was maybe eight months postpartum and so I'm definitely sure that there was some postpartum anxiety and going on in there but I was really stressed and I really wanted it to be perfect and so when I'm stressed I go to perfectionism and that when things don't go perfectly I kind of lose it and after that really kind of rough party experience, I decided I wasn't going to do that anymore. That that's not what I wanted out of parties. That's not what I wanted my kids to remember out of family gatherings. Um, And so now I set an intention on that specific topic. So this past Friday, for example, I threw a party for some friends from my daughter's school. It was an adult party. I was a little nervous, but I really set the intention that this was something that I wasn't going to be anxious about, that the people who were coming loved me and wanted to spend time with me. And they didn't care if it was perfect. They didn't care if there were toys in the corner. They did not care if the cookies were, you know, not perfect. They didn't care. 
that the perfectionism had nothing to do with my enjoyment of this party and that I was going to enjoy it simply because I deserved to and I wanted to. I was going to let go of perfectionism and the worry and the anxiety and the stress. So I set that intention and it went really well. Some of my friends watched this who were there and I was so glad that they were there. We had a wonderful time of connecting and sharing over delicious food and it turned out really well. So setting this intention, whatever it is that's in line with your goals and priorities. Some examples are things like, I will assume the best of them. If you have people coming into your life who get under your skin a little bit or push some buttons, that intention, I will assume the best of them, is a really good one. Choosing your focus, so I will focus on peace or I will focus on calm. And kind of saying that to yourself in those moments where you feel the stress or the overwhelm creeping up. Another one is, day I will see the light in everybody. So actively setting the intention to look for and see the goodness of the people who are coming into your life on that day. Seeing their good intentions, seeing their loving hearts, which are there. You know, we all have good, positive pieces to ourselves, even those people who trigger us. Those good pieces are still there. So actively looking for those pieces and seeking them out and choosing to interact with those pieces instead of the pieces that trigger you. Another one is, and that's great for this time of year, is there is more than enough time for everything that is important to me. And saying that to yourself in the moments where you're feeling like you can't get everything done and that there's too much to do, really saying that to yourself and it helps you realize what is important to you and what can you call out and not focus on. Another one that's important at this time of year is the idea of I am good enough. Self-compassion is a big piece of this. We have to be really gentle and calm and kind to ourselves during this time. And then another one that I also like is today I will look for the beauty in small moments. So really taking time to intentionally put effort into being present and looking for those positive moments. So yes, so that step is setting an intention. And setting the intention sets you up to the next step, which is reducing reactivity so that you can respond consciously. So you want to respond rather than react to what's happening around you. So setting that intention allows you to do that. The other thing that allows you to do this to come from a place of responding versus reacting is taking really good care of yourself. Nourishing your body with healthy, delicious foods and movement that serves you well, whatever kind of movement that might be. Nourishing your mind with positive and gentle and loving self-talk and nourishing your soul with activities or experiences that fill you up rather than drain you. So we usually do need to do a few things in our lives that drain us, and it's part of life. We can set boundaries around that. We can limit the number of things that we have to do that drain us, um, and we can choose to balance those activities with ones that refuel and sustain us. Uh, if you know a stressful time is coming soon, plan ahead so that you can make sure that there is always some time for some fulfilling activities or moments as well. And even if there isn't time for, you know, a walk in the woods or yoga or even a quiet moment to meditate, whatever it is that fills your cup, there is always time to treat yourself with tender, loving care. There's always time for self-compassion in the moment. And so keeping that top of mind so that you can come from a place of responding versus reacting is a really great way to bring about peace. And the next step is to model the peace and calm and joy that you're so wanting to see. When you do this, you put out an aura that is 
amazingly effective. You put out a feeling, a feeling, a sense of calm, a sense of joy, a sense of peace that is really attractive and it actually is really encouraging to others when they see you acting calm, being peaceful, being present, it encourages them to do the same. And bringing a level of calm to a chaotic, stressful environment, taking a deep breath, being fully present, allows other people to slow down and match you. So if your kids are running around and are wild and crazy, being that calm allows them to calm down and match you. If your in-laws are loud and boisterous and draining, you know, again, bringing the level down for yourself in the moment, being present with yourself, bringing it down can be really helpful in kind of bringing the room down there with you. So I hope that the coming days and weeks are calm and peaceful for you. I know it can be a really stressful time, um, but if you do need help or support, feel free to reach out in a message or an email. So that's about all that I had today. Okay. So thanks for listening today. Um, remember to subscribe to the podcast. And if it was helpful, leave me a review that really helps others find the podcast and join us in this really important work of um, creating a parenthood that we don't have to escape from and creating a childhood for our kids that they don't have to recover from. And if you're listening, grab a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so that I can give you a shout out. Um, and definitely go follow me on Instagram. I'm at Laura Froyan PhD. Um, that's where you can get a behind the scenes look at what balanced conscious parenting looks like in action with my family. And plus I share a lot of other really great resources there too. All right. That's it for me today. I hope that you keep taking really good care of your kids and your family and each other, and most importantly of yourself. And just remember balance is a verb and you're already doing it. You've got this.